Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse DePlant is here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast. Last week, we preached part one of the wrong man with the right stick. This is part two. Are you ready to tap into the divine power God has given you? He chose you, yeah, you, to be the right person to use his power in great ways. Oh, I'm telling you what. Call a friend, like I said last week. Turn that television on. Take some notes. This is part two of the wrong man with the right stick. That's happening so much today. So you need to know these things because we're living in the end times, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go into the wrong man with the right stick, part two. Get your pencil and paper, take some notes, and watch this. This is a very simple point I'm about ready to say, but it's profound. Faith is a good companion when trouble comes. Write that down. Faith is a good companion when trouble comes. I've had trouble like crazy, but I've had faith, and it was a good companion. How'd you know it was going to work? For I know in whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he's able to do or keep what I have given to him. So I consider not. So I stagger not because I'm fully persuaded. So the reason why I know I gave tithe to Melchizedek because my heavenly father, Abraham, gave tithe. And Levi was in his loins, and it, and it says it in Hebrews 7, that Levi, because Abraham did it, Levi did that. Because he was a priest, a high priest. And then Jesus came with it even better. So if I can do it for Melchizedek, I can do it for Jesus. Amen. Hmm. Faith is a good companion when trouble comes. Now that woman said something that was powerful. She was calling those things to be not as though they were. She told her husband, a boy is dead now. It is well. Hey, intellectual activity said, no, that's stupid. The boy's life is gone. You just don't have to accept that he's dead. Uh, it, it's, it's been put away. His life has been put away. It no longer works. Write this down. It is well is the verdict of hope. It is well is the verdict of hope. Faithfulness is the beginning of success. When you are found faithful, you better get ready. You're going to become successful. Spiritually, physically, and financially. Well, I told you, Lynn Coy, you're going to get loaded. You're going to get rich. I'm so glad you wanted my son. Because if Jesus tarry, I'm going to leave you a legacy like you had never seen. All my spiritual sons. Amen. Because I'm not back and forward, man. And Kathy knows that. that kind of man. When I say something, I do what I say. I'm like a pit bull dog. I bite down, son. You're going to have to knock me out with a stick. <laughs> or if I do make a mistake, I will apologize and repent publicly. And if I, oh, I'm no shocker. Thank you, Cole. Thank and if I've done something wrong, I'm going to be like Zacchaeus. I'll return it fourfold. Oh, oh, you mean Zacchaeus? I'll give it all back. But he didn't do nothing wrong. They judged him that he did wrong because he worked for the Roman government. He was a publican. Oh, Republican. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> you see, he said, but if I did it, I'll return it fourfold. He didn't. But they judged him. They said, he's a sinner. Jesus ate over there. What did Jesus say? He is a son of Abraham. 
That's what Jesus said about Zacchaeus. They couldn't see that. And Jesus never once said, I made a mistake with Zacchaeus. Called him a son of Abraham all Zacchaeus' life. It is well is the verdict of hope. Faithfulness is the beginning of success. Now write this down. The stick was only in Gehazi's hand and not in his heart. The stick was only in Gehazi's hand and not in his heart. That's why I tell you, you don't want to tithe? Don't, because it's not in your heart. If you don't want to give, don't, because it's not in your heart. But I mark my words, you're going to open up doors for Satan to come at you with everything he's got. Sometimes I wish God wouldn't have gave us free will. Let me give you an example with free will. You can tell your child they got to do what you got to do. They have to listen to you until they're 18. So according to the law, they become a man or a woman. And yet you may say, he, he ain't got the mind of an 18-year-old. He got the mind of a 15-year-old. He's just acting stupid. It don't make no difference. According to the law, he's a man now. So now he's accountable to his own actions. Hmm. See, the stick was only in Gehazi's hand and not in his heart. That's why it didn't work. When virtue leaves the person with the stick, the stick becomes dead. When virtue leaves the person with the stick, and Gehazi didn't have any, the stick becomes dead. Hmm. You see, Ladies and gentlemen, we have to learn to be spirit every day. We should be growing to the fullness of the stature of Christ every day. Paul the Apostle said, I wanted to give you some meat, but I couldn't. Now, some of you are not going to like this message because you're not ready for me. You're just not ready for me. I refuse to use intellectual activity, range and research and induction and reason when it comes to study of the Word of God. I'm not looking to be a theologian. Nothing wrong with you, Lord. But I'm not going to try to mind understand this. This is a spirit book. And it must be understood and interpreted in the spirit through a transformed mind and a crucified body. Do you see my point? And when you understand that, this you have to, you get before God. When I read something, when I prepare a message, I say, God, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to say nothing wrong. According to your word, I can say something wrong with my word. But even that is bad because then people won't believe you. You can't separate yourself from your word. That's why lying is terrible. Because you're not honorable to your word. When virtue leaves the person with the stick, the stick becomes dead. Even Jesus, they said, how come we could not cast them out? What did Jesus say? Oh, ye of little faith. Bring, bring the boy to me. Now, would you bend me? Philip, you don't know. You, you haven't seen the father. You've been working for me for three years. Hmm. Which brings me to this point. Beware of your spiritual faculties and affections and becoming rusty. You're becoming an undeveloped hypocrite. You're not completely developed yet, but you're becoming one. 
Beware of your spiritual faculties and affections becoming rusty. You're becoming an undeveloped hypocrite. Let me give you an example. One time I was working for Maine Ironworks. I was a, a tacker, a welder's helper. They told me to go get a wrench. They were working on this, uh, uh, this big boat, uh, tugboat. And uh, he said, go get a wrench. He said, undo that boat, that, that nut on that boat. Man, I, I mean, I got both hands and my feet <clears throat> trying to get that. He said, did you warm it up? I said, what'd you say? <laughs> he said, I said, man, I, this thing is froze. I mean, you know, maybe somebody welded. He said, no, it was rust on it. He said, you got to warm it up. I said, well, well, how do I do that? He said, give me that ball peen hammer. So I gave it to him. He said, get out of the way. Bam, bam. He hit that boat. I mean, a bunch of times. This is a boat this big. He said, bam, bam, man. Like a, he said, now try it now. I went, okay. He said, you warmed it up. It recognized my power because I know how to warm it up. Okay. I had to learn things. I like to kill that man several times, that, that welder. He said, no, I want you to weld that. And he's, he's down like this. And I almost put that welding rod in his eye. You know, I, 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 I wasn't looking through the glass. He goes, whoa, just, and his art he said, give it, give, give, give me the thing. I said, no, you have to teach me. He said, well, I'm going to do it from afar. And he backed away. Now, <laughs> hey, let me close my eye. Go ahead, right there, give it a shot. And I welded it right. Because he told me, just don't because all the metal is going to just flip, flop, and fall over. You got to kind of go with the flow. He said, uh, he said, go get one of them jet rods. That's a big jet, big jet rod. He said, now I'm going to show you how to do that kind of thing. Now that's easy when it's, not easy, but I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot easier when you're doing it now. But when you're doing it up, you don't want it falling on you because it's going to burn right through your clothes. Man, that's hot metal, see? He said, you got to know how to do that. You got to make sure that temperature's right and it's thick. And uh, uh, Rick is a, is a certified, he, he's a phenomenal welder. You know, he know what he's doing. And uh, but I'm pretty sure he understood when I said I got to warm it up. You see, beware of your spiritual faculties and affections becoming rusty. You've become an undeveloped hypocrite. In other words, if you can't, if people can't rely on your word, what makes you think that other people can? Write this down. When you are wrong in your relationship with God, you become wrong in your relationship with everything else. When you are wrong in your relationship with God, you become wrong in your relationship with everything else. I got to keep God straight in my life so I won't be wrong in my relationship with my staff, wrong in my relationship with my partners. You know what I tell my, I pray every day about my partners. I said, oh Lord, let me never break trust with you or break trust with my partners. I'm not looking for their money, but I definitely want their trust. And because my spirit attracts them, my anointing keeps them, and this ministry is totally debt-free, will be all the days, as long as I'm running it. If Jesus tarried and someone else take it, I don't know what they're going to do with it. But I may come back from the grave and you try to put this thing in debt. Uh -uh. See, I don't like partners paying for something 
then we sell it and don't do the vision that God gave the original of that ministry. Now, nothing wrong with selling something, but if you take that finance and do the original part of that vision, you're fine. But if you decide, oh, I don't want to do that. I think I'm going to put a bunch of money in there. I'm going to just kind of kick it back. Ah. See, you're becoming an undeveloped hypocrite. I don't want to be that. I want to honor you, and I want you to honor me. And I learned it from God. He said, if you honor me, I will honor you. I love everybody. I love I mean, I don't like it when people make mistakes. I love it when people have successes. I don't try to beat it. I don't try to be the biggest preacher in the country and all that craziness because that's just flesh. I just let my light shine. I just talked to Andrew Womack the other day. I gave a call. He said, I can't believe, you know, I love Andrew's voice. I bless God, I just can't believe just that the planet is talking and calling me. You ought to see this man's mission. This mission is way bigger than mine. He, I said, how you doing, Andrew? He said, I just need you. I need to hang around with you more. I, you just, you, 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 you enhance my faith. You, you push me. I didn't even know I was. I just said, hey. He started talking about some of the things he wanted to do. I said, well, let's, well, let's get it done. I said, I learned that from a comedian. Get her done. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to cost $600 million. I said, yeah. How many people are watching you? He said millions. I said, I only need 600,000. I'm going to give a $1,000. You got your 600 million. What are you waiting on? If you want to do it mathematically. He goes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, said, I said, Andrew, there's nothing we can't do. And I'm going to break my word on that because I said it too many times. So a lot of times I'll look at myself in the mirror when everything's going wrong, going to hell in a hand basket and everything, and I go, there's nothing you can do, Jesse. My job as a spiritual father is to do two things, to correct and encourage. I prefer to encourage. I'm not good at, well, I got a hard time saying no. <laughs> Kathy says, except me. I'm, Jody's going to be 51 and I never told her no. Meredith's 14 and I haven't told her no, but I let Kathy do all that dirty work. <laughs> I, I ain't good at that. Uh, you mean to tell me about Jesse, you can't miss it? Yeah, I can miss it. Oh, sure. Can I say it, Lord? Yeah. But not with this. I didn't set the time frames of the old covenant or the new covenant, but I certainly can learn from both of them. Jesus fulfilled the law. I know he did, but he didn't throw it away. But I go look at that law and I go, hmm, boy, I have really developed. I'm developing faith. I'm developing grace. Yeah, but you can't keep that. Jesus did. That's what grace will do. It'll begin to make you think like Jesus, talk like Jesus, smell like Jesus, and be like Jesus. And all of a sudden, the law that was so hard to those is not hard to you at all. And to tell you the truth, sometimes I just like to do it the old way. Yeah. Now, when I first started out, I couldn't. 
All right, I'm going to close with this. When I was young, I worked out a lot. I still do exercise. At 73 years old, Kathy said, I'm so proud of you. As she drank her coffee and ate her donut, and I went to the club. No, no. <laughs> a coffee. <laughs> As I go down there sweating like a mule, beat my brains out on that, on that treadmill. But you know what? Then in order, I would, I would, I would weight lift and do all that kind of stuff. You know, I always have done that, you know, to get my body out. And um, I remembered I could do that. So the other day, I'm looking at these big weights I got, and I thought, Man, I did that at 18 years old. I think I can do that again. I grabbed them weights, and when I did, I got a revelation. Instead of pulling up like it, it pulled me down. <laughs> Whoa, but I didn't, I didn't fall to the ground because my stomach stopped me from hitting the ground. <laughs> I went, Whoa, thank you, Jesus, for the belly here. <laughs> I thought, God. It can't be that heavy. I used to do this. Pow, pow, pop the thing. Ah. I know what I did. I flip-flopped. I quit working out that way. My muscles are no longer used to doing that. So I went from a 50-pound dumbbell to a 10 pound and it was easy and I did the exact same exercise and I thought well, this ain't going to make me tired I did 5 reps and my, <laughs> my muscles were getting sore and it said 73 stupid <laughs> well, yeah yeah but do you know mark my words because a muscle will react to exercise I start with 10 and I get it where it's no longer sore am I right then I go to 15 or 20 and I get it where it's no longer sore. Then I go to 30 or 35. And I get it where it's no longer sore. 45. Get where it's no longer sore. Now 50, 50 pound dumbbells are heavy. You know. I may not be able to do as many reps, but I know I can do it. But I have to work myself up. But if I'd have never flip-flopped, if I'd have just stuck with it, at 73, I'd grab that number and go at it. That's true. That's what happens when you flip-flop. You see, you see, faithfulness is the beginning of success in anything you do. Now, that's why I stay right with God every day. I do that every day. See, when my relationship is right with God, I won't be wrong in my relationship with Kathy or my family, our staff, or our partners and friends like you. Why? Because I'm going to tell you something, God's word is true. Jesus said, if you honor me, I will honor you. And I just love that. You know, when the Father God said that, it's just blessing me. So I, I think every day, how can I honor God? And you know what? And I'm just trying to honor him. But because I do that, he honors me. I know life is hard. It can be very hard. But just remember, faith is a good companion when trouble comes. Let me say that again. Faith is a good companion when trouble comes. Comes. That's why I talk so much about faith, because it gets you out of trouble. It gets you on the right path and keeps you on the right path. Plus, God is a reward of them that diligently seek him. I'm telling you, this is as good as it gets, that faith stuff. I love it. You know, it's such a blessing when you write to me. So many people write me and ask me questions. I get so many great ones, and I like to answer them all, but I, I can't. But here's one from Julie. She says this, I watch your boardroom chats 
and regularly, and I admire your relationship with Kathy so much. How do you make ministry and marriage work? Well, I could call it the M&Ms, <laughs> ministry and marriage. That's very simple. We love the ministry. We love each other. Pretty simple, isn't it? That doesn't mean we don't argue. That doesn't mean we don't get mad and all that kind of stuff. It, uh-uh, none of that. But we just made up our mind that we don't flip-flop. When I said I do, I did. I done. I will. <laughs> you know, it's just that simple. See, you got to learn about marriage. When God saved your wife, he didn't change her personality. When God saved me, he didn't change my personality. He changed our spirits. So I like Kathy's personality, and she likes mine, even though sometimes it might be aggravating, but that doesn't change it because we don't flip-flop. We stay till death do us part. Pretty simple, isn't it? Kathy's coming right now with some glorious moments, and I hope you enjoy these. Kathy, make everybody happy. Make God happy. Make me happy. Watch. Welcome to Glorious Moments. I want to glorify God for this four-year-old's miracle. So thank you for sowing your lives into the nations. Through your ministry, one of my granddaughter's hearings was restored. She is four and has been sick for most of her life. She had chronic ear infections, sinus infections, and eating issues due to reflux. During COVID, she couldn't go to a doctor, only phone calls. She had numerous ear infections and would only get a few hours of sleep each night because of the coughing would keep her awake. They were finally given an appointment with one of the top ENTs in the UK. He told them that due to all of her infections, she was barely hearing anything and failed the hearing test. He told them that even with surgery, she might regain some hearing, about 50 to 60 percent, but would need to be fitted with hearing aids for the rest of her life. I emailed you the prayer request and asked y'all to pray for her. You replied back that she was being prayed over for complete healing. My husband and I were in agreement. Two months later <clears throat> was her post op evaluation and hearing an aid fitting. But when they tested her, she had 100% hearing in both ears. Praise God, our Father. Thank you so much for believing God with us. My heart is overwhelmed with his goodness and mercy. I love you guys very much and pray for you every day that you reach the world for the Lord Jesus. You know, for 47 years now, Jesse and I have been passionately obeying the great commission of Jesus to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And we're so thankful to God for each person that's been reached and every life that's been changed since we stepped out in faith into ministry in 1976. So thank you partners for sending the good news about Jesus all around the world through JDM. We appreciate you so much and thank you for all that you do. God bless you and have a fabulous day. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. I hope you've read my book, I Never Learned to Doubt. And if you don't, you need to get it today. If you want to receive everything God has for you, you have to learn to shut down doubt. That's what this book will help you do. See, doubt is dangerous, ladies and gentlemen, to God's plan for you. Now, how do I get it? 
All you got to do is go to jdm.org. You'll be blessed and order it. It's a blessing of the Lord. It will minister to you. And I just love it because you know what? I realize that doubt is like a cancer. It is unconscious atheism. It's mental anemia. And you want what God has for you. So get it today. How do you do it? Go to jdm.org for all the ordering information, and you'll be blessed. Also, I hope you have encountered, I like to use that word, our JDM app. You know, people all over the world enjoy our free app. You can enjoy hundreds of messages by Kathy and me and the different weekly programs we're doing online. And I'm excited about this. We also have added a Spanish playlist on it, too. I encourage you to download it today. It will bless you and minister greatly. Partners, I thank you for the wonderful financial support that you send to this ministry. You know, I wish television was free, but it's not. But that's all right. I got partners who helped me preach this gospel literally all over the world. I believe in the hundredfold. The anointing of increases on me. And that's not arrogance or cockiness. It just is. And I ask all my partners to receive the 30, the 60, the hundredfold return. Why? Because why not? You deserve it. God wants to give it to you. It's in red. Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 10. Go read it. It will bless you. And I mean that sincerely. So thank you for your faithful financial support. 100% of what you give goes in the world evangelism. Ain't too many people can say that, but we've been debt-free since 1982. Not one debt whatsoever at all. Isn't that a miracle of God? I will not be lazy with your seed. We got so many projects we're doing right now, and it, it costs a lot of money. One of them costs $20 million. That's a lot of money. But you know what? Because of you and because of me and because of God, we get it done. I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. Thank you, partners, for helping me reach this gospel. Let me say it again. 47 years of ministry, never had a financial deficit. Why? You do what you do. I do what I do. God does what he does. It just works. Thank you for your faithful financial support. Don't miss next week. Got a great message that will minister greatly to you. You'll be blessed by it. Watch and be blessed. I am so excited about our May partner offer, The Wrong Man with the Right Stick. I want to tell you something, this will change your life. It will open your mind to receive things and it'll answer questions why sometimes things don't work. You need to get it, go to jdm.org. You'll be blessed. It's our May partner offer, The Wrong Man with the Right Stick. Get it today, you'll learn something, okay? See ya. Did you know angels are real? And many of them are here today. God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation, and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. Why was Jesus attracted to people that people hated? We'll answer that in just a minute. He used a wonderful thing called friendship. 
to get people saved. He said he was a friend of sinners. People that the church world and most of the world won't have nothing to do with. 